Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Octavio Morenzi is with us, CEO of Optimus. Thanks for being with us. So tell me about your thoughts on this volatility. I want to get to the jobs report and the big picture, but I think we have to acknowledge the fact that after no volatility, uh, now we're seeing really some big moves, right? 1%, the Nasdaq's down 2.2%. Since last Friday, it's been wild. Well, yeah, but it's a volatility to the downside, right, which is a bit unpleasant to, to watch and, and, and figure. But I think what we're seeing at the moment is the markets are very, very confused about what's going on. The jobs report did not exactly uh, shed much light on what direction the economy is going. We had a big miss in terms of the number of jobs created, yet unemployment slipped down, labour participation went up. Uh, those numbers seem to me a bit incongruous. I, I don't quite understand. I haven't not been able to sift through them in much detail yet, but it seems that something's amiss there, something's wrong uh, and, and a missing part of the plot there. And I think that's what you'll see most people react to it, saying, I don't quite understand this. This looks contradictory. There's something wrong here. And so what we saw is basically a big sell-off across the markets, a sell-off in cryptocurrencies, but then precious metals doing really well uh, today. So silver and gold did really well today. So it looks a bit like people pulling into the old-fashioned safety security stock, uh, assets in, in the form of precious metals, which is kind of, we haven't seen that for a while. So it's been an unusual move today. Yeah, I think you're right, because uh, I think the gold story is definitely an interesting one, too, because I was looking how um, it was to the upside. I mean, gold was bouncing off seven-week lows, right? It had been trending lower. I was just double-checking my notes, and so that was exactly right. Seven-week lows, it was bouncing off of that. We see utilities as one of the few groups in the green. So now, should we assume, and it's so hard to assume anything, should we assume that there's going to be more volatility and some risk off, or is growth still a play here? I'm, I'm counting on more volatility and not necessarily any real direction for the time being in terms of the market. I think all eyes are now basically on the Fed to see what they're going to do next. So the real question is, are they going to carry on supporting the market? But the noises coming out of Jay Powell are quite the opposite. I thought with the advent of sort of the new variant, Omicron, uh, Powell would sort of seize that opportunity and say, okay, that whole tapering thing, we're going to put that in hold until we sort this out and it'll be okay. But he's doing the same quite the opposite. He's being very, very hawkish in his, he's basically come out and said, look, we made a mistake about that whole transitory inflation thing. We're going to drop the word transitory now and we're going to have to admit it's permanent. Um, so that's quite admission by him. So he's come around and said, basically, look, we got it wrong. And we need to fix it now. And of course, the only thing that you can really do to fix this is to accelerate the tapering. And that's basically what he said he's doing. And I don't think the market has digested that yet. And I think that we're, that's why we're sort of seeing some confusion, some whiplash and some uncertainty. But if he does go down that path and we see the FOMC come out and say, yes, we're going to we're going to reduce the, the, the bond purchases and taper quite aggressively, we're going to see some very, very negative reactions in the market. So I'm really looking at, at uh, shoring up our cash positions at this stage and putting as much in, in cash as possible and just waiting it out. Not there yet, but I'm, I'm looking very, very thoughtfully at the market and saying mm. at what stage does it make sense to take a lot of uh, assets off the table and basically say sit in cash, wait out this storm and then get back in afterwards when there's some buying opportunities. You know, and that's what I want to ask you. When will the buying opportunities be? Because if you expect the volatility to continue and you want to have some cash or even take out some positions and cash in on some winners, because they're clearly some great winners, um, it's always good to take some money off the table. You made money. I, I get that concept. What is going to drive the volatility? Why do we have this? And what would you put money to work in when it, it is an opportunity, when you say you could put some money to work? 
Well, I, I think that the volatility, I think I think we're really looking at downside risk more than anything else. I mean, we'll call it volatility if you like, but I don't see much upside potential in, okay. in the very short term. So I think the, the volatility is basically going to be <laughs> downward pressure. So it, it sort of seems to me a good time to take money off the table, sit on cash. And I'm not even sure that bonds are a, a good place to put the money right now. So if you're thinking about putting money in 10-year bonds, well, that's where the Fed does a lot of its buying when it buys treasuries. Uh, that's sort of part of the yield curve. So if they taper their purchases, we could expect uh, bond yields to rise and you basically sit on losses as a result of having bought those bonds. So I'm really thinking about cash in very, very short-term money market instruments and bank deposits and things of that sort. That seems like sort of the the the, the Armageddon stocks, if you will, positions that really sort of say the, the very, very worst is going to come. But that's what we're thinking about, at least right now. Now, when does that uh, then look like it's a buying opportunity. We'll have to wait and see how it all unfolds. But uh, this could take quite a few months, I think, for, for to, to, to come to fruition. So we're going to stay put for the next month or two, I think, but keeping a very, very careful eye on the Fed and what it says. Uh, and if it looks like they're going to accelerate their tapering, pull out, get into cash positions, wait for the market to collapse, and then jump back in. Um, how exactly that will play out, I can't tell you. But that at least is our emerging strategy that we, we're, we're sort of playing with at this stage. Octavio Morenzi, always nice to see you. Thank you so much. And I, I understand what you mean when you say downside risk, because people are getting a little bit nervous. The week-to-date numbers, we're seeing pressure across the board on all the major averages at this point now. Um, and the NASDAQ sell-off is sizable. It's certainly notable. Octavio Morenzi, thank you, of Optima CEO there. Thank, thank you, Nicole.